Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, it's a good day singing the song and it's a good day for moving along yes it's a good day how could anything go wrong a good day from morning till night well good morning grand valley here we go another go round of this big gig here on the watchdog morning show uh if i sound a little bit different this morning it's because on advice of counsel uh, that would be bob slider uh, I'm actually staying at home today because of the roads out there uh, broadcasting from from the home studios for a change. But, Bob, we haven't done this for a while, so hopefully we can get back in the swing of this. Yeah, Howard, uh, it's a little bit different, but uh, good morning. Uh, what happened was I got on the road uh, a little bit before 6, right around 6 a.m., and uh, when I got on the interstate heading west on Interstate 70, there, there was no clean uh, path. There was uh, none of the three lanes were clear. And I thought, well, I'll get closer. Maybe as I get closer to town, it'll get better. But it wasn't. And uh, everybody was creeping. I drive a Jeep. Howard does not. So I thought I better pick up the phone pretty quick before because you were getting ready to start your journey, weren't you? I was literally getting ready to walk out the door when you called me. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it's just bad out there. And uh, if you don't have to go anywhere today, this morning, don't. Or wait a little while for the roads to get uh, clear. But I know some of the folks have to get out there. Just be careful. Just really be careful. It's cold, Howard, and the roads are bad. Well, we have a wind chill advisory in effect until noon today. Currently, it's 14 degrees pretty much across the board. 14, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 14 at the Highlands. 15, a little colder, a little warmer here at my home studios. I'm here, actually, today. And uh, 14 at the Watchdog Radio Network studios. But the wind chill advisory, in effect, from the National Weather Service, and they say possibly between now and noon, we could see wind chill factors as low as 13 degrees below zero. I Hopefully we won't get that, but that's the official forecast. We will see some more snow coming down this morning, according to the TV7 weather forecast. Might see uh, some sunshine later in the day. Temperatures will be stuck in the teens for just about, the entire day today. So it's going to be frigid, and apparently the roads aren't all that good. We, I would be happy to hear from you all on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line at uh, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Uh, road situations, wherever you may be, I'm guessing if things are were not the best as Bob went in this morning, what, about an hour ago, I guess, Bob? Um, down here in the valley, things probably up in the higher elevations are a little bit worse. Yeah, that's what I would think, Howard. And it's so cold, you know, the wind is blowing, drifting. So, again, just it's, it's a terrible morning. It's a terrible morning to go anywhere, so just be really, really careful. Now, I'm sure I'll be getting a text from the weather snobs telling me, well, you know, it's January. What do you expect? It's going to be cold. It's going to snow. Just get out there and go. Well, I'm just I'm too old to do that. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm not going to. But I really would like your text or your calls and just let us know quickly, um, but uh, what's happening out wherever you may be. Schools are on a delay, I think, pretty much across the board today, which is probably why early morning, Bob, when you were coming in, roads had not been cleared. They'll probably clear them just slightly later than usual in order to get school buses, which are operating on a delay today. Let me just ask you here at 713, 
Do we sound okay? You're the you're the master of audio here. Do we sound okay? I think it sounds great. Uh, you know, the only difference is uh, you're talking over the phone instead of uh, looking at me talking into the microphone. But it's all good. Howard. Okay. All right. That's true. Well, not that I, you know. I wish I was looking at you. Oh, I mean, you know, I called your baby yesterday. Now I say I wish I was looking at you. I don't want people to think there's anything funny going on. But uh, I'd rather be looking at you. But um, uh, it, this will work out. We used to do this all the time. It just took it'll take us a while to get back into the swing of things, and I suspected when um, when the snows came and when the winter weather came that I would probably do more back here at home. When did I guess when we got the new equipment right back in spring? That's when I stopped on it from home. Is that about right? I can't remember. Yeah, but it's been a while, all summer long, Howard. Uh, let's see off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. Uh, 150 in Dillonvale is passable. Uh, it's probably for one of my Dillonvale parishioners. Buckeye local schools are closed again. And, and check your uh, local school district or check the TV seven website because all, I think almost all the area schools are at least canceled and, or I'm sorry, at least delayed. And some of them are probably canceled. Uh, Frio stack auction service text line route 86 and Benwood Hill, very slick and still snowing. Marshall County schools are now closed. Okay, so that's school. That's true. it. Al- it also and, appears, Howard, Ohio County schools have closed. Also, yeah. The note here just says schools are all canceling now, Howard. So check uh, the, the TV seven. If you don't get an alert from your school system, which most people do anymore, uh, check the Channel Seven website. They have it all right up there on the closing and delays. Uh, but it looks like just about everybody is moving to a delay. They probably heard you, Bob, and your yeah. your morning alert. <laughs> Better safe than sorry, Howard. Yeah, I'm, listen, and I, you know, it probably in in if if the weather were to continue like this for the next six weeks, in six weeks we probably would be more used to it and maybe be more less nervous about it. But this is the first significant snow that we've had, and I think everybody, and I certainly speak for myself, just kind of want to take it easy. So I we encourage you to do that as well. Uh, Frio Stack Ox Service Text Line. Uh, wind chill advisory, call your employer to see if you need to report to work. I mean, there's some validity to that. There are some cases where, you know, if you can't get to work, you tell your boss and they'll let you go. Then there are some bosses who say get in here no matter what, right? And for those poor souls that have to actually work outside today, we're thinking of you, and uh, it's terrible. Take a snow day. Listen, uh, big story of the day today that we're going to talk about later on. Chad Dahlman, the vice mayor, is going to join us, the vice mayor and mayoral candidate. We're going to get into this. Uh, thank heavens. And I, I see this as a positive sign, Bob. The Salvation Army started this, and now some of the other uh, social agencies and homeless shelters are now opening up as of today during the daytime for the homeless as well. As you know, my great concern has been this homeless camp ban which I'm not totally opposed to, I understand it, but with the homeless camp ban and without the managed camp for anybody to go to and to put their possessions and get into their tent, so to speak, uh, my great concern has been that the free shelters are there, the homeless can go in overnight, but at 8 o'clock in the morning, if you're back out on the street, what are you doing on a day like today, you know? Yeah, it's rough. What do you- I mean, it's just absolutely rough. Uh, you, you just—it's <laughs> just one of those mornings. And I know. Hey, listen, the uh, the weather snob. He's probably laughing at both of us, Howard. But it's just one of those days. And you know, the older I get, I'm like you. If you can just stay in, stay in. Well, just be careful about that. And again, I really want to commend these shelters, and we'll talk more about it because it's kind of the big story of the day. Uh, the Salvation Army started this, and other freeze shelters have now begun to 
open up during the daytime today. So that from uh, about, I think, 8.30 to 5, in most cases or different hours, but basically 8.30 to 5, the homeless have a place to go and to, you know, uh, to get in and out of the cold. Because it doesn't just get cold. Here's, here's a clever thing for people. To know. It doesn't just cold get cold at night. No, that's a great point, Howard. I mean, it's damn cold out there right now. Uh, we're still at 14 here in downtown Wheeling, but that's cold. I mean, that, nobody wants to be outside in that. <laughs> well, again, we've done our alert to you. We'll tell you that throughout, throughout the morning. And please, if you want to continue to give us any uh, information about weather conditions wherever you are, uh, feel free to do so. 304-232-8255 if you want to call. 304-214-1600 if you want to text the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Um, and again, I'm at home. This is the first time we've done this. So if we have any technical problems for a little bit here, Bob and I will try to work through them because we just haven't, we just haven't done this for, uh, for, for a while. Uh, here's what I do have for you, uh, plan for the day today, though. Obviously, the deep freeze and snow are defining our morning. Adam Pike will be in, in a bit. We'll talk about the forecast and we'll be watching the roads all morning long, seeing how they go. Uh, amidst the frigid weather, Wheeling Salvation Army opens its doors to the homeless during daytime hours. We'll talk about that. Continuing conversation about these homeless camps and the ACLU, ACLU lawsuit uh, with William Vice Mayor Ted Fallman coming in. The Iowa caucuses were last night. Donald Trump wins that. And I want to talk, Bob, a little bit about Donald Trump and the almost guarantee he's going to be the Republican nominee. We'll get to that later on this morning. We had intended today to go up to New Hampshire. And, uh, well, Bob and I weren't going to New Hampshire, but uh, to take uh, a little trip up to New Hampshire with our friend Paul Hodes, former congressman, and Matt Robeson, who were going to talk to us about the New Hampshire primary. But uh, because of our – it's a technical thing. Uh, we're not, we're not going to do that today. We'll do it tomorrow or the next day. Um, and, Bob, I'm, would you like to take a nomad vacation? Uh, I'm not quite sure what that is, Howard. Well, I'll tell you what it is coming up a little bit later on, and I think I would like to. I came across an article uh, last night about the guy who was taking a nomad vacation, and we'll uh, talk about that. Plus, Tom Scuteri, our national correspondent, is here. So all of that is uh, coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 719, 19 after the hour. We are up. We are running uh, on a cold and snowy morning. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at the Mountaineers basketball game with Kansas State in Morgantown. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire drops by. We'll take a look at the biggest stories in technology over the last seven days. And Tom Bragg joins me in studio at 5 o'clock to talk about the Marshall Thundering Herd and more. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, and are out in our question of the Metro day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Since 1987, Liberty Distributors has been one of the state's leading suppliers of quality commercial print paper, janitorial supplies, custom packaging, and shipping materials. Liberty has made customer focus and care the first rule of business. We also focus on being environmentally conscious by offering a complete and certified line of green products. Visit LibertyDistributors.com for a full view of our product catalog 
Now with our 20,000 products, training videos, and more. Liberty Distributors, serving the entire Ohio Valley for 30 years. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the Tri-State area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. You're as cold as ice You're willing to sacrifice our love You never take advice Someday you'll pay the price I know All right, I think I get uh, I already get a sense of where you're going with the uh, bumper music of the day today, Bob. A little weather-related bumper music. Is that our game plan? For the well, morning? we start, we started out that way, Howard, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. A lot of calls, a lot of texts coming in. Uh, most of them are just referring to the roads and so on. Um, however, this one has to do with the story I shared with you a minute ago about um, the freeze shelters being open during the daytime. Uh, says, um, so after five, they just freeze? Well, no, the, no, the issue here is the freeze shelters, like the Light Hub as an example, open, I don't know if it's 8 o'clock in the evening, but somewhere 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, something like that, and they stay open until early morning, and then at 8 o'clock during the daytime, they send them out. The uh, Salvation Army has now begun as of today, and others have now joined in. Uh, after 8 and be 8 to 5 or 8 to 6 or 8 to 7, depending on which of the shelters you're talking about, they're opening up their lobbies so during the daytime people can come in because uh, it's not going to get any warmer today, Bob. It's going to be cold. It's going to continue to be cold. So, you know, it, I mean, whether you're outside in the dark or outside in the light, it's still cold. So that's uh, – I, I commend it. And you know what? This The good thing about this, Bob, is it, this might be – could this be the beginning of some of these homeless groups now beginning to work together? Well, I, I, I hope. I mean, I certainly hope I, because it's, it's, you know, not really helping the homeless or those without homes if, uh, you know, you go back and forth, you know, you're kind of waiting, waiting. And that's what we, we, we talked about here, you know, work together, you know, jump in there together. Yeah, we're all together. And, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to the camp being closed if they have a managed camp or somewhere else to go uh, or if they have other if they have a building to go to or a place to go. But this business of just sitting around waiting, and I think, and I'll te- check with Chad Thalman, the vice mayor, when he joins us about uh, about an hour from now. Um, I think today may be the last day that pause that they put on the home, on the managed camp or on the camping ban ends. So if they do, council meets tonight, if they don't do something about it, technically the camps are closed as of tomorrow. And again, it, it, it's just the anxiety. These, uh, to a lot of a lot of the homeless folks, no matter how you feel about them, a lot of the homeless folks have mental issues or have a lot of anxiety. And just imagine not knowing if tomorrow your house, air quotes, is going to be there or not. So I hope they get this figured out. But it, it, to me, this is positive. The Salvation Army uh, said they're going to open up. I think it's from eight from I think it's from eight to five thirty. Don't quote me to that. Eight to four thirty, apparently. And then some of the other shelters are also now going to open during the daytime as of today. 
And they will do that. Salvation Army says they'll do it any day where the temperature drops below freezing. Also, Salvation Army is a shelter that has a lot of rules. Salvation Army is a men's only shelter. Salvation Army uh, does check you for alcohol. If you have alcohol in your breath, you can't come into their free shelter at night. Life Hub is what they call low barrier shelter. Those things aren't true. But the Salvation Army said during the daytime, they're not going to put any of those restrictions into place. They're just opening their lobby. Anybody can come in. And again, what I, what I like about this, Bob, is the idea that people are working together, maybe. Salvation Army said, look, we don't let women in our shelter, and they explained some of their reasons. But what we could do, Salvation Army says, what we could do is we could take some of the men that come to the Life Hub in our shelter, which would then free up some of the beds in the Life Hub for more women working together. Man, that's this is to me a, a big opening for this whole homeless thing. The biggest issue I've seen for years, and certainly the last few months, has been they don't work together. Yeah, I think that's, be a great way to, that's a great point, Howard. And uh, yeah, I'm just happy for him not having to stay outside all day today. I mean, that would be brutal. Listen, I just opened the door to look outside, and I was, uh, you know, just, <laughs> I mean, I was freezing just looking, looking out the door, let alone picturing living out there. Uh, we are looking at 14 degrees pretty much all across the board. Now, how was it in uh, Buffalo yesterday, Bob? Well, uh, weather-wise, it was better. Uh, Football-wise, it was the uh, same old story, Howard. <laughs> I uh, apparently I made the mistake of catching the worst part of the Steeler game. I caught the very end of it. They weren't they weren't doing very well in that in, in the end of that game, at least. Howard, I got something embarrassing to, that I have to uh, I have to disclose right here this morning at uh, seven twenty-six. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I didn't see a play. Really? Really? <laughs> really? Did you, sleep? Did you sleep through it? Were you boycotting it? Were you checking the snow? Well, yes, I slept, but yesterday was the day, and I don't know why. I swear I don't know why, Howard. Yesterday was the day I decided to stop down at the uh, Silver Chopsticks and... Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yes. No, 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 no. There weren't fog cutters involved, were there? Many, many fog cutters. Uh, oh. I lost, I lost track. But it was, uh, it was a fun afternoon. Only spent a couple hours there with, with intentions of going home and you know watching the game. But I was, a, I was a mess, Howard. I didn't even see a play. Didn't, um, didn't we talk about this just yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened, Howard. I, you know what? It was that probably subconsciously I knew the Steelers were going to get hammered. So I thought, okay, you know, maybe, I don't know, or maybe it was just a coincidence. I don't know, but I was a bad boy yesterday afternoon. <laughs> all right. Well, at least you uh, you made it home and you made it here this morning. So, all right. Very, very good. Um, what was the final score there? I know you would you would know that at least. Well, I mean, look here. 31 to 17, Howard. Yikes. So, you did, so I can't ask you how they played because we know they didn't play very well, but I don't know how, how they played. Again, I watched a little bit of the very ending of it and – uh, it was just a mess. So, geez, I guess I saw more of it than you did than you did for a change. That is the first playoff game. I mean, I've I've only missed just a few, like Deer Camp or something like that, where you just couldn't see the game. But that is the very first Pittsburgh Steelers playoff game that I've ever missed. Uh, you know, since I've been a fan all these years. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm ashamed of myself. I've been getting fun, right? I did had a lot of fun. Uh, Shane Stack and I, we had a lot too much fun, probably. <laughs> and for those who are concerned, you are right within walking distance of your home there. So yes, I did not drive. Okay. No, I did so, not drive. 
People don't have to worry about that. All right. All right, 729 here in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, coming up, uh, Adam Pike will give us a better sense of what we can look forward to during the day today. We are looking at a, uh, a cold day and some snow still continuing this morning. We'll try and get an update on the roads for you as well. Wind chill advisory, in effect, until noon today. Right now it's 14 degrees pretty much across the board, 14 at the airport, 14 at the highlands, 15 here in Elm Grove, and 14 at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. By the way, at the airport, that uh, 14 with the windshield factor is 5 degrees. It feels like 5 degrees, so it's, a, it's definitely a cold uh, morning this morning. Frio Stack Auction Service text line is open, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. And um, I'm trying to read this. I'm having a hard time with my text line this morning. It's my fault. Let's see if I can do this here real quick. Uh, it is cold and snowing. Uh, here we go. Uh, it's cold and snowing outside in January. I see the global climate change is working, so it gets cold in the winter and hot in the summer. Tell me what the problem is. Yeah, okay, all right. That's not the usual weather snob, but weather snobs, you know. It's cold and snowing, it's January. Well, it doesn't mean that you don't have to pay attention to it. All right, 7.30 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I think Taylor Long is ready here with the Ohio Valley News Center from WTRF-TV. She'll bring us up to speed. We'll check in with Adam in a minute or two, and then Mr. Slider will uh, have an update on sports. All that coming up as the Watchdog Morning Show continues. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 16th. There is a big need for poll workers across the region. West Virginia Secretary of State Mac Warner recently met with the Ohio County Election Board on one topic of discussion was the need for volunteers to help run the various polling locations. Warner is also the chief elections officer for the state and says working at the polls is a great way for voters to gain confidence in the elections. He says that having people from the community working the polls allows for a fair and safe election. Now to become a poll worker, you can contact your local elections office or visit the Go Vote West Virginia website, which you can find on WTRF.com. Looking across the mountain state, a debate over the appropriate age for Holocaust education in West Virginia schools has risen following the introduction of State Bill 448. The bill mandates Holocaust lessons in public schools intended for eighth grade and higher. Critics argue that the decision should be left to teachers, where the bill's sponsor believes younger students may not be ready. The U.S. Holocaust Museum approves Holocaust education from sixth grade onwards, and this could potentially be incorporated into a West Virginia bill. And all new this morning, great news for residents in one local town. Their police department is now fully staffed. The Wellsburg Police Department filled several vacancies as three new officers were sworn in by Mayor Daniel Dudley yesterday. Kaylin Ferguson, Richard Reinard, and Daniel Casto all took the oath to protect and serve the community. Police Chief Michael Allman also took part in the ceremony and says he's looking forward to working with the new officers. And the Salvation Army is partnering with the Operation Warm and Wheeling Subaru to donate children's athletic shoes sizes 7T to 6 as part of the Share the Love campaign. Parents can register their children from Tuesday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. between today and Friday. Only 120 pairs are available on a first-come, first-served basis. Photographers will be present at the event. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. My name is Waleed Garib. I'm an interventional cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia and really across the country to know, the goal of healthcare is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive. It's to help you thrive. 
And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal, and we're gonna keep working at it until we get as close to it as possible. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promonte Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Are you concerned about losing your home or automobile if you file for bankruptcy protection? Find out if you would lose any property by calling Tom McIntyre at 304-232-8600 or have a free chat conference with his office online at McIntyreLaw.com. Tom has helped thousands of people in our area. He can answer these questions for you. Call 304-232-8600 or check him out online and have a free chat conference. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Taking care of business here on the Watchdog Morning Show, 735, 25 before the hour. We're looking at 14 degrees pretty much across the board, 14 at the airport, 14 at the Highlands, 14 in Elm Grove, and 14 at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. That 14 at the airport at least has a feels-like temperature of 5 degrees, and the uh, National Weather Service has a wind chill advisory in effect until noon today. Area roads are, um, are snow-covered at, uh, at least this morning. Again, I haven't heard from too many of the higher elevations. I've heard from a couple of them on the Frio Stack Office Service text line. But uh, if you want to let me know what the roads are like where you are, Bob gave us a quick report uh, earlier. And basically, as you came in about, uh, what, about an hour and a half ago or so, Bob, the, even the interstate was still a little bit uh, hinky, right? It was worse than that. I mean, it just, uh, I, if I wouldn't have had four-wheel drive, I, I would have wouldn't have, I would have got off the interstate because it was it was covered and the, the wind you know was blowing the wind you know it just was really really slick and uh again i know it's january i got a calendar right here and i know it's cold out there i've got the thermometer but it's just just kind of warning everyone to, to if you don't have to go out just, then just don't go out that's all yeah and i took bob's advice so uh if i sound a little bit different today or if we break up or something occasionally it's because i'm i'm at home doing uh, the phone broadcast today we'll uh we haven't gotten back to the, uh, the our new equipment. We have a new home studio stuff, but we haven't had a chance to use it yet, so we didn't get, have a chance to test it because I really wasn't planning on not being in the studio for a good while. So um, bear with us this morning. But I think I think we're doing okay, yeah? I think we are, Howard, yes. Um, I don't want to steal your thunder. You may have this in a slider on sports, um, but if you it, whether you did or didn't, I see here where Mike Tomlin – declined to answer any questions about his future. Do you see that? 
I did, and uh, we will we'll touch on that. But, uh, yeah, the one question was, uh, Mike, you have one year on your uh, left on your contract, and he just uh, walked away. He uh, just didn't, didn't respond, and the press conference was over at that point. Didn't even I mean the the questioner, whoever he or she was, was a female, yes. didn't even get didn't even get the question out. Right, right. It was kind of the, hey, you've got one year left on your contract, dot dot dot. Off he went. And, and and I don't like that. I mean, again, you just come off an emotional loss. I understand that. And he caught a lot of hell this past month. But that reporter is just doing her job. And right. that, 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 you know what, and, and I think that's rude, and I think it's very unprofessional. And, you know, sometimes coaches just, just act like they're just above everybody else. That poor woman was just, again, just doing her job. It's a question that people are asking. I mean, and it's not one that came out of nowhere. Uh, it's not one that just came out because of one bad game yesterday. It's come out of really most of the season. People are beginning to wonder what is his future there. And, uh it's certainly a legitimate question. It's kind that anybody should ask. And I don't know how he should answer it. I mean, he may, he may choose not to say anything about it, but to turn around and walk away is quite frankly, pretty rude. And he's been doing a lot of that lately. And uh, again, there's a guy that, that I think he, he prides himself or at least he used to about being a, a compassionate person. And again, this woman, she's at work. You know, and that was like you said, Howard's a legitimate question. To act like that, I think he was wrong. Does it? Does, does the fact that he didn't say anything give you any indication? What does it? What does that say to you? Is it just he was ticked off and didn't want to say anything, or is it he has an answer and doesn't want to say it out loud? Mike Florio has uh, reported that, uh, according to him, he's got. Wait a minute, inside- hold on. You should, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You should always say our good friend Mike Florio. Our good friend Mike Florio. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he uh, he's reporting that uh, he he believes that, that uh, Tomlin's going to walk away. You know he's going to just take a break from the Steelers and maybe coaching, maybe get into TV. But he he thinks it's it's going to happen that way. Again, in a perfect world, he could say, "Look, we just got beat. I don't want to really talk about that now. Uh, I hear what you're saying, but you know, I'm just we just we just walked off the field. I don't really don't want to get into that right now. And I, I, I now if then if somebody would have. Uh, persisted you know then then you might say hey look didn't you hear me the first time i said that but just to turn your back on a reporter like that howard I, I, again i just it's it's wrong yeah there's an answer it's something like um well as you know it's certainly something that a lot of people are asking it's something that uh that i'll need to address here at some point in the future i appreciate you asking the question but not today you know something like that uh and then and then move on and um but we'll see I'm sure Bob will have more about that slider in sports, and there will be talk. Let's see, who's on today? Do we have the Pine Room guys today? The Pine Room boys at noon, Howard. All right, so I suspect they'll be into this, among other things, as well. 7.40, till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show on a cold and snowy morning this morning. Uh, yeah, I, keep, I, just, I know some of these people do this, Bob, just to kind of irritate me. Um, AP, breaking news. It's cold in January. Please go to the Weather Channel for full updates on this weather phenomenon. You know, I just, I know they're trying to irritate me now, but we need to let people know what's going on out there. Exactly. That's all we were really doing. I mean, it's not blizzard conditions. It's the roads are slick. And again, if you want to, uh, if you have an opportunity to stay home, I would advise that. You know, stay home. Don't don't take a chance because when I drove in, uh, if you didn't have four wheel drive, I don't think you'd have went very far. Let's check with Adam Fike from the Big Seven WTRFT Media Rogers. Uh, how was the uh, how were the roads when you came in, Adam? 
When I came in, it depended. I-70 was good. It was just wet because they pre-treated the roads. Like, 16th Street was snowy. My street was snowy. Parking lot was completely covered in both places. So, not the best conditions, but not the worst either. Um, the, the snow can, has continued to come down. I guess it's still snowing at least a little bit. Is that right? Yep. Unfortunately, still will likely have to deal with some light snow showers at least for the next, I would say, hour, hour and a half max. I know what it's like. I'm, I'm broadcasting from home today. Bob probably told you uh, because he gave me yep. advice to stay home. So, uh, But I, I've, I've had enough reports about what the conditions are here down in the valley. What, if anything, have you heard from uh, higher elevations or what have any reporters heard about higher elevations? What kind of uh, what kind of accumulation is there up there? Only thing I've seen so far is spots like Moundsville, New Martinsville, and some of the higher elevations there. Roads are basically just snow. It's that anything that they try to pre-treat or that starts to melt freezes, so there's like snow and ice in spots. We only had about a half an inch, if even that, here. So it's not a whole lot of snow, but even just the littlest amount can cause accidents. It um, it looks like more than that to me outside, but I guess it's not just a half inch or so? Well, Howard, I'll put you up to the test. At some point when you have a break, I want you to take a ruler, go to your backyard, and see how much snow you have in your yard. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. Then you will know uh, for sure. That's that's true. I just looked at my car this morning before I decided not to use it, and it had a nice, a good layer, I thought, on top of the car, and uh, more than a dusting on the sidewalk, but um, and the roads were roads here in the residential roads in my neighborhood were were covered. So you're that, you're right. You know what? During the break, I'll take a take a yardstick and go out on the deck and see exactly how much I've got here in Elm Grove. Meantime, if any of you want to continue to report to me via the text line what things are like where you are, higher elevations, lower elevations, outer limits, uh, closer to home, three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. Uh, the best way we get information is from you, the listeners, telling us what's happening out there. I will only say this. Don't text while you're driving, please. So what's the day going to be like today, Adam? Cold, pretty much. We have a wind chill advisory in effect, right? The wind chill advisory doesn't go in effect until 10 p.m. today, but still going to be cold throughout the day. So snow oh. showers linger around until roughly 9 a.m., and then we slowly try to clear through the afternoon. So by 3, 4 p.m., might notice some sunshine trying to poke on through, but that wind chill advisory goes in effect 10 p.m. this evening and runs through noon tomorrow. That, that means, you know, I, that's why we have you here, because I've completely misread that. I thought it was 10 today until noon. Uh, I thought it was 10 last night till noon today. It doesn't kick in until tonight. this then. evening. Okay, so, I was completely tonight, wrong. Overnight tonight, temperatures are going to be in the single digit. So I'm forecasting about 5 for here in Wheeling. Some spots could be as warm as nine or it could be as cool as zero. That means if our air temperatures are five degrees, that means our feels like temperatures are going to be anywhere from negative 10 to negative 15, which means any bare exposed skin in about 30 to 40 minutes to get frostbite. So you need to stay bundled up throughout the day. That makes a lot more sense to me. Um, again, I, I had the timing wrong. It was totally 100% my fault, but I had the timing wrong. And I couldn't figure out how, looking at the forecast for today, because the, the um, uh, wind chill advisory had said could be 13 below, 
Uh, but, man, given what we're expecting today, how can you get to 13 below? But that's not for today. That's for tonight and into tomorrow. So thank you. You have corrected me, and I I feel like a fool for having bad information now, but, but at least I know it now. Let's see. Uh, the text here from Bethlehem, uh, one and a half inches in Bethlehem, shows me a picture. Of course, it's a weather snob, so the weather snob says it's just snow. It's not locust or some kind of plague. It's just snow in January. Uh, I'm, see, Howard, here's my thing. It's like, no offense to people, but I've seen accidents when it's just rain. So when there's yeah. snow and it's slippery, <laughs> it's yeah, in the I, nicest it, way it, possible. You need to think of the other people around you, not just you. Yep, absolutely. And that's so what we got I tell all the time. I'm like, I'm not concerned about you driving in the snow. I'm concerned about the people around you who are driving who are just like, oh, I need to get to where I need to go going 50 plus miles an hour on a snow-covered road. That's a cause for disaster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this picture here, Bethlehem, and I chose me with a yardstick, one and a half inches in Bethlehem, just for those who are uh, curious. Well, let's work, work our way through the week. So today we're going to see um, snow maybe trailing off around 9 o'clock this morning. Still going to be a cold day today, and then what happens after that? Tomorrow, we get back into the 20s, slowly, likely not until dinner time-ish. But the good news, though, after the snow moves out today, we slowly clear out, and we should see plenty of sunshine throughout the day tomorrow. Unfortunately, we see another system that tries to move on through for the end of the week. So Thursday afternoon and evening, we'll see the return of more snow showers into Friday, where we'll likely see scattered snow showers on and off throughout the day. Once again, as we have seen, models are terrible at predicting how much snow we're actually going to see, but if temperatures stay cold enough, Thursday, Friday, good chance Friday we'll see another round of possible light accumulations. This is, it's not going to be anything that's snowmageddon, but still, we're seeing 1.5 in Bethlehem today. Easily could see that on Friday as well, maybe spots two to three. Saturday, we're back to the teens. Maybe a straight snow shower, but like today, skies will try to clear a bit. So by the time we get to Sunday, we're back to the 20s, we're sunny, and even by Monday, we finally get back into the 30s with sunshine. All right, so the worst day is going to be what? Um, just trying to look at maybe maybe tomorrow? Today? So I would say it depends on what you want to say worst. Tonight and tomorrow morning is going to feel cold. Today is not the best travel conditions, but Friday itself is going to be snowy again, so I would either say this morning or Friday. All right, so bottom line is just to every morning be a little bit careful what you're doing. It's going to be a cold week, and it's going to be a potentially snowy week uh, several days during the week, so take care. And, again, this particular morning, uh, temperature right now around 14 degrees everywhere. At the Ohio County Airport, that 14 feels like 5, so there is a feels-like temperature there. It's cold outside, bundle up, and um, the roads are still have some snow on them, so be careful. Um, and as several people have said, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. And if you do have to go out, just go out and be careful. We have a text here from one of our listeners, Bob. Um, you have employers who don't care about the cold or the snow. They expect you to be there. And that's true. I mean, there are some, you know, you, just because it's cold and snowy, a lot of employers say, well, you figure it out. You get here. Um, fortunately, I'm able to do it from home, and I appreciate the people at our place letting me uh, let me do that. Adam, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for keeping us on top of things. As the day goes along, we'll keep an ear and an eye on the Big 7. 
in case anything changes, and you will let us all know throughout the day on the TV, and we'll let people know out here on the radio. Sounds like a plan. Luckily, snow's we'll done soon, so. <laughs> there we go, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Tomorrow, thanks. Adam Pike, Big 7, WTRF TV. So apparently uh, snow will continue, Bob, until about 9, I guess. Um, have you had a chance to look outside? As, is it clearing up at all? Uh, about a half hour ago, I stuck my head out the door, Howard, and it was just, you know, blowing a little little snow. Not not a heavy snow, but uh, it was still coming down a little bit. Uh, Frio Stack, Auction Service text line. When I was a kid, we went to school in tons of snow and cold. Now you get a little bit of snow, a little bit of cold, and they just close the schools. You know, there were some things different back when you and I were kids, Bob, and going to school. One of them was you didn't have as many kids bussing from so far out. That's exactly that's, right, Howard. I mean, if you if you live downtown here and let's say you went to Wheeling Central, you wouldn't have that, that hard of time getting to school today. But like you said, out on one of those ridges, pick a ridge, any ridge, you're going to have problems, and you could be over the hill in the woods. You know, yeah. now what do you do? You know, there was a day, and I was at the tail end of it, and you were, where neighborhood schools were the the thing. Listen, I went to school, to Kruger Street School for elementary school, and I lived on Kruger Street. I went to Bridge Street uh, Middle School, and I easily could walk from Elm Terrace to Bridge Street. So that was the way it was. But as we began to go to the consolidated school system in particular, now you could, now you're moving people from far out on the ridges, as you point out, well, far out everywhere, but particularly on the ridges, I have to get into uh, into town, so to speak. And that's very different than the, the way it was when I was a kid, as this guy says. When I was a kid, we did it easy. Well, it is, things aren't the same as when we were kids. It's certainly not, Howard. 7.50, to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're going to check in with uh, Mr. Slider for more sports information. That's coming up. You can join us on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line if you'd like to. Next hour, Tom Scateri is coming in, our national correspondent. Uh, we will talk about uh, some things coming out of the Pentagon. I want to talk about the Iowa caucuses. Donald Trump won them, won them easily. No big surprise. But I want to talk about well, Trump is going to be the nominee. I mean, that's that's an almost foregone conclusion. What happens after that? Uh, we'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on. And Chad Palman, Vice Mayor of the City of Wheeling, is with us as we continue our conversation on uh, the homeless here in the friendly city. All of us coming up here as the Watchdog Morning Show continues for a Tuesday. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
This hour. <laughs> yes, I am. 10.53, 7 till the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, apparently, it's uh, making the run to the bathrooms a little different here at home <laughs> at the studio, so I'm sorry. I came back and I heard music playing. It's like, oh, I don't think I made it back. <laughs> I don't think I made it back in time. Hey, well, we're, we're just, you know, Bob, how long did we do this home studio thing before uh, I came back into the studio uh, probably in a, a year, maybe right. Close to a year, Howard. Yes. Yeah, I think by the end of the by, by the time I came back in the studio, you and I had this thing down pretty good and down pat. But we haven't done it now for six, eight months. So I hope you all will be a little bit forgiving of any um, any problems that we might have this morning. We'll get it. We'll get it figured out. Six before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good time for us to hear from Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. The Bills and the Steelers finally got their playoff game in yesterday after being postponed Sunday due to blizzard conditions. The Buffalo Bills were way too much for the Pittsburgh Steelers, winning 31-17. to Josh Allen passed for 203 yards, three touchdown passes. The Bills quarterback also rushed for 74 yards and another touchdown. The Bills out jumped out to a 21-0 lead in the second quarter quarter. The Steelers got a spark when they blocked a field goal. That led to a touchdown. The closest the Steelers could get was 24-17 early in the fourth quarter. When Pittsburgh head coach Mike Tomlin was asked about his future with the team, he ended the press conference and just walked away from the podium. Tomlin, 51 years old, has been the Steeler head coach for 17 seasons. There was another NFL playoff game last night. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home hammer the Philadelphia Eagles 32-9. Quarterback Baker Mayfield led the way going 22 of 36 for 337 passing yards and three touchdowns. Mayfield is also banged up playing the game uh, with an ankle and rib injuries. Here are the playoff matchups and the point spreads for this weekend. On Saturday, the Baltimore Ravens host the Houston Texans. That's a 4.30 kickoff. The Ravens are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. At 8.15 Saturday night, it's the San Francisco 49ers at home against the Green Bay Packers. The 49ers are favored by 10 points. And then on Sunday at 3 o'clock, the Detroit Lions host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are favored by 6 points, the Lions. And the late game Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are 2.5-point favored. That is a 6 30 kickoff. Yesterday afternoon in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Penguins shut out the Seattle Kraken three to zip. Tristan Jari stopped all 22 shots he faced. The shutout was Jari's fifth this season. The loss for Seattle ends a nine game winning streak. Penguin captain Sidney Crosby had two goals. The Pens head west and will face the Vegas Golden Knights on Saturday night. For lots more sports talk, Tune in to the Pine Room Podcast this afternoon from 12 to 3. Coach Matt, Jarrett, and Jeb, all those guys right here in the studio, the Pine Room Boys from noon to 3 right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Slider on Sports Time, 7.57. How would you, how would you uh, describe this NFL season? We've talked a lot about and you've talked a lot about the Steelers in particular, but setting that aside or mixing that in, 
good season, bad season. We're coming down to the end now. Uh, how have you thought about the season? The first thing that jumps out of me, Howard, is just uh, gambling uh, related. Just you know, every everything. I I give the point spreads here, not every day, but you know, I I, I right. update the point spreads. Uh, gambling is is. Well, the NFL to me is all about gambling now, and, and, I, and I'm a part of it. We do a show on Saturday that's based on who we think is going to cover. So I, I really think the gambling sensation is, is, is taking over the NFL, Howard. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm on the outside looking in, as I often say, much more so than you. But it seems to me, you listen to all the sports talk shows. I'm talking about the national ones, the TV ones, and so on. And, uh, you know, 80% of the time they're talking about the line. They're talking about the odds. They're talking about the spreads. I mean, gambling has become such a critical part of it. Once upon a time, it was taboo. Yeah, you wouldn't even hardly mention it. And, and, and I'll show you the example right here. In the NHL, there's all, you know, it's a hard-hitting sport, too. There's all kind of injuries. You just have to disclose either a, a high body injury or a lower body injury. You don't have to get specific. In the NFL, you've got to come down to the, the percentage of are you going to play, how badly hurt are you, and that's not for the fans. That's for the odds makers. You know, they're, they're making their job as easy as they possibly can. So they've been in bed a long, long time because that's just not a new policy. They've been doing that for a long time, Howard. But, uh, you know, it, that's the NFL, and it's just everywhere now, everywhere. And everything gets figured in. We talked yesterday about the fact that the, uh, the amount of snow in Buffalo – uh, affected the uh, the odds, right? It did. It was a you know when they they thought the game was going to be played in those bad conditions, uh, the uh, the middle number, which is the number you either go high or low total points in the game, really really dropped. And then when they postponed that game and they knew the weather was going to be better, not a whole lot better, but somewhat better, that number went up, and then the the Bills odds went up too. So yeah, the the weather played a big part. Uh, Free of Sack Auction Service text line. Pittsburgh Steelers fell down the stairway. I don't know what that means. I guess it means they didn't end the season very well. Pittsburgh Steelers fell down the stairway. Well, there was snow. There was snow on the steps, Howard. That's why. That could be. That was it. All right. Coming up next hour, our friend Tom Scateri, the uh, Pentagon poet, will join us. Um, we'll talk about some of the national and international news coming up. And Wheeling's Vice Mayor Chad Thalman and I will continue the conversation we've been doing a lot of having to do with the homeless situation here in the city of Wheeling. And your calls and your texts and Bob's opinions and my thoughts as well, all on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's cold. It's snowy. Be careful out there. Sixteen hundred WKKX Wheeling FM ninety seven point seven AM thirteen seventy WVLY Moundsville.